Yo, 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 you tuned in to Corporate Thugging Podcast, where we striving to bring you the best of both worlds from the most urban of the urban topics to the most corporate of the corporate topics. I'm your co-host, Devo, followed by... Your boy, Isaac. Yes, sir, man. Thank everybody for tuning in. And follow us at Court Thugging ATL on Instagram. So without further ado, uh, what's on your mind, Isaac? You say you got Well, uh... Have you ever had somebody that you thought was cute, but you just wasn't attracted to because you got a specific type? You know, like, some people have called me shallow, but I really just like light skin with curly hair or, or some type of foreigner. And not even just because they foreign. I like foreigners because their loyalty is different just because of the culture values. You know what, what I'm saying? Mean? Talk, talk to me. How is he different from life? So, Lord let's Lord. say I got a regular black girl grew up in Atlanta. Then I got a girl. She grew up in uh in a foreign country, Pakistan, Dominican, or or and she came over here, or she just grew up in a Dominican culture type of deal. Like, a foreigner's loyalty is different than a regular American's loyalty. Like, like that's why they be a little bit more crazy, because they love a little harder, like, they like real loyal to their kind, especially if they love you. They'll do anything for you. They'll die for you. Like it's just natural for them. But to a, like an American girl, she'll leave me if she finds somebody better. Or she don't like what I'm doing. But other like a foreigner, like it's a, just a whole different ball game. You another about reason as a, as a wife or as a girlfriend. Just period. Just as period. a girl. Just having her around. If you didn't had a foreigner before. You know the difference. <laughs> you know the difference from a regular girl, from a foreigner. You know the difference. It's a difference on their love and loyalty. I put this on everything. And it's more fun sexually, too, because they speak a lot of, they can speak in their tongue language, and that turn me on more. You know, I caramba, I poppy, all that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but don't get me wrong. I love, there's some pretty dark skin girls out there. And I had some pretty dark skin, but. It's just somebody that light skin that do something to me, you know. How they had to take a shower when their hair just curl up, like. Yeah, I know. It's just driving crazy. And then, like, with foreigners, they'll naturally just have a body just because they're Dominican or Cuban. They just naturally got a fine body and got to get nothing did. You know what I'm saying? And they and they love black men because they could be different to them. So how you feel about that? What's your insight on that? Um, so you saying, I mean, everybody – so your your original question was, do I find somebody cute but just not attracted to them? Um, nah, I feel like, um, nah, I feel like if I think you look good, then, um, well, some I don't think it's because I got a type. I just think it's because some girls I just don't see like that. So it's not even about type. I think some women, I think, are attractive or, or pretty, but they're just not for me. Like, they're better off as a friend. Or, you know, I just don't look at them that way for some reason. But I don't think it's because I got a type because, like, my type, kind of like yours, like, my, I guess I'm with the stereotypical crowd and, like, in that light skin, curly hair thing. But um, I think with just because of another girl, like, dark skin with, like, coarser hair I guess is with 4C type 4C hair or something I still uh, uh, go with her or dare her or talk to her but I think yeah my main preference is light skin curly hair but that don't really be stopping me from like going with the darker skin women or like a, a heavier 
It just depends on, because <laughs> it, it don't really be, it, it do. I say you like them big girl. I, nah, it is some pretty big women out here. You know, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, Right, but it is, it is. It's like, it's like some pretty big women out here. And I don't even mind like talking to them neither. But my preference at the end of the day, I'm going to want like a light-skinned girl. Like if I overall have a preference in my heart, but that don't mean I'm going to leave. You know what I'm saying? The girl right, I'm with. Right. But I think black girls are just as loyal to But us. tell me this. Have you had a foreigner though? A real foreigner, not a girl from Haiti. Like a foreigner. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's foreign. A girl, a foreigner. Have you had a foreigner? <laughs> she speaks Devin. a different language. That's a foreigner. Devin Alexander III. <laughs> Have you had a foreigner? Yes or no? I not Haiti. No, no, <laughs> no. Like a Dominican or a Cuban, Hispanic, you know what I'm saying, Britain, any, any of that. Have you had one of those? No. <laughs> so you can't really talk about that until you have one. And when you get one, when you get you that one who can speak another language, you she let me know that. Speak another language. But it's yeah, but it's not what I'm talking about though. <laughs> and the one you had, she was loyal, but the one I'm what I'm talking about is a different level, bro. Like they're so loyal and love, they it makes them crazier. Like I'm telling you, it's a different type of thing. But you can't really speak on that until you really get you one. You know what I'm saying? To be honest, I don't think I'm ever gonna get one, bro. Because when it comes, don't to you ever say that, bro? Spanish, <laughs> you do whatever women do not you put your mind to. Spanish, women I did like when they be speaking that different language. Oh lord, that just turned me on when we be when we be menage twine and stuff, mm-hmm. and they just start speaking that different language. Oh my god, I don't know what they be saying, but Jesus, they could be like, "I'm gonna set you up when it's over with." I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, baby, yeah." So, so you think a Sweden girl? A white girl from Sweden or a girl, you know what I'm saying? She going to be more loyal she, than a black woman. No, no, that's that's not the case. When I say, okay, loyal is going to be like them Spanish girls or Dominican girls or Cubans. They going to be the loyal. But with like when it comes to the girls from Sweden and stuff, they still white. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And white people, them white girls be snaking. So I know they're not loyal because let me tell you, I know they're not loyal. My partner had a Sweden girl and she was dumb fine. Girl like a waterfall. Like I ain't never seen a girl just like a waterfall. Beautiful. Top beautiful girl I've ever seen. She wasn't loyal to her nigga. She wasn't loyal to her. I mean, she wasn't going with the guy, but she was talking to him real strong, and she was talking to my partner. Kind of like she was trying to play both of them and both of them with him. And she wasn't like that loyal type what I'm talking about when I dealt with, like, Spanish girls and like them real foreigner girls. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So, so speaking on that, and just so can can uh, can so, but can they fully understand you though? You know, and what yeah, you go they're Americanized. Oh yeah, um, you see what I'm you saying? Gotta, but you got to think though, it's a lot of Spanish raised up in the hood. You feel me? Like what? Oh yeah, they they can relate to us more than us. They grow up with nine people in their house, and everybody po. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. They, they, they daddy hanging up, hanging out at the gas station trying to get jobs. They daddy. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course they can relate. Some of them for sure. Some, uh, <laughs> but it's going to be a little minute, minute differences, like in the house type, how they was raised. I mean, up, as when it comes to culture values, they party harder. They party harder. Their mama love their daddy a little more. You don't really hear about divorces in Spanish people, do you? You don't. <laughs> no. You don't. You don't. 
because you know what I'm saying they love harder like with blacks and whites you hear about divorces all the time when it comes to foreigners if you ever look at divorce court on TV you rarely see Spanish folks on there rarely you feel me that's why I say their loyalty is different because they really be loved all type of stuff but they love each other they just, it's just a different type of love in their culture bro so you know what I'm saying when you get you one let me know yeah. it's really poppy I got you bro I'm gonna let you know I'm gonna let you know <laughs> Uh, um, but I, well, so what about so you said? But if she is she foreign and white, it's still she's still gonna, it's like an American white girl. So it ain't no, it ain't no pride in having. I guess it just depends on that girl. You know what I'm saying? Cause when I seen, I don't know what she was on, but you know, sometimes don't get me wrong. It's probably some unloyal. Uh, it's some unloyal foreigners too. But from what I seen, it's just a culture value. You can tell the difference in that culture values values compared to ours. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and what about um, what about so so so? If you got a white girl, right? Is it a possibility? You know how they say, like, is it a possibility for her to turn into Karen? When she get old, yeah, she can when be she Karen. Old. Yeah, she could. I mean, she could be Karen when she young. Honestly, don't do nothing to her that you. But I don't do nothing out of the way. <laughs> don't do nothing. No, don't she, need play. If she get mad at you, don't even don't raise your voice. You just gotta walk away. Huh? Out. Just don't. The worst thing you can do is hit her. Do not hit no girl. Period. But definitely, definitely, not even if y'all arguing, don't, don't even play fight with her. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because it can go either way when you when it get physical. We see with words is different. Feel me? But if it get physical, she got any type of bruises on her. Oh, it's over. But don't do over, that. Over. Don't you do that. If she too drunk, if she too drunk and she want to have sex, do not do it. Because she might wake up and be confused. She might wake up and won't even care. But she might wake up and be confused. Don't know what happened. Legs hurt and you were there. You know what I'm saying? So don't, don't, don't do it. You, yeah. If any girl too drunk, my guy, do not have. If they just too drunk and they just trying to have sex, do not do it unless you drunk with her. <laughs> what if sometimes, like, I see y'all drinking together though. If y'all yeah, drinking together, yeah, if you drinking together, what if she yeah, get drunker that. than you though? And you don't know that she drunk. But, but look, but look though. Like let's say nine times out of ten, if we just drinking one on one, she know it's a possibility that we can have sex too, cause she know how she act when she get drunk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She know how she yeah. act. She ain't gonna drink around nobody. She don't feel un- feel uncomfortable around a lot of girls. Ain't you know what I'm saying? Uncomfortable around. A lot of time, girl drink. They be with their friends. You know what I'm saying. So if she trusts yeah. you to drink one on one. She knows something yeah, might can go down. Pop, pop, pop. So that ain't even. A bit, I ain't even think about like rape or nothing. Cause she know what's going down. And she know I'm drinking with her. And like I'm praying. We bought the bottle yeah. together. You know what I'm saying. So true. <clears throat> I feel what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense, bro. Yeah, and yeah. Then, so it shouldn't be no confusion when it comes to that. And then. So just change the topic a little bit. So what about you know how when something happened in the community like you know what I'm saying, rest in peace to the um to the man we lost uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um but when we start to do all these posts and stuff on like social media, you know, how everybody start bringing out the quotes and videos and all this stuff and don't nobody want don't nobody read or nothing. How did that make you feel? Do that? I, when when I be saying that, I be like, okay, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Because we need to, you know, 
honor these people who, who you know what I'm saying, who lost their lives innocently. But as far as all the the posts and after that, like, um, these long-ass quotes and shit, like, ninja posted them being scholars and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know about, like, I mean, like, bro, you don't be posting them like this before, you don't be doing no research, you don't be, woo, woo, woo. So, I don't see how you gonna start acting like a little activist now, you know what I'm saying? Or am I wrong thinking, like, how you be thinking when people be doing that? I mean, I, th- I think it's just sad a person died, especially when it comes to police violence. But, you know, everybody gonna have their opinion, everybody different. So I really don't, it don't really bother me when folk get on rants or be activists or even make fun of it. Some folk be making fun of it. <laughs> I think they that they got the dirty sense of humor. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'm the, I'm, I'm the type of person who don't really look at it in that way. You know, I just look at it as like, from my point of view, you know what I'm saying? I don't really care what anybody else got to say about it. If it's wrong, it's just wrong. You know what I'm saying? If it's wrong, I ain't going to go out and join the Black Panthers and... and, and and yeah. start put, <laughs> and breaking police cars and setting setting stores on fire. But you know, if it's wrong, it's wrong. And I do hope justice is served in some type of way. Or his parent or his folks don't get some type of big settlement, one point five million, two point five million because they lost. Or give them some. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's how I look at it. I feel that. Yeah, condolences to his family and friends too. But mm-hmm. I, yeah, as long as somebody gets some money. You know, somebody get some time and money. I mean, he died. Ain't no, what, what can you do? You can't bring him back. <laughs> yeah, know what I'm saying? I'm talking about, like, the police need to get some time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course. You of think course. they are? There's going to be a couple um, of weeks since this happened by the time. See, the, the way police and the government is so structured, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it not mean police done got away with a little stuff like this. Or, on, or done got little stats on the hand that did, like, a year or two. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it just yeah. it just depends, cause you know right now he's just fired. He ain't even locked up, so he ain't even, yeah. So he it just be some other shit. You know what I'm saying? It just be some other like I I want I, of course I want him to do life, but you know in reality that's just not how it go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not. You might get six months in life probation or something, or you never work in that county again, or but look though, m- remember when that lady had um. Opened up that apartment door who she th- when she thought it was her house and shot that dude on the couch. Yeah, just shot him. She got ten house. years though. They were acting like that. That wasn't a lot. Ten years was a lot. <laughs> but that's not a lot. If you just that's like me walking in somebody's home. That's not my house. Shooting them. How much? Yeah, no, yeah. That's I'm not a get? lot. It's not a lot. But ten years. But, but look though, ten years hurt though, David. David, the police be like, you got ten years. What you gonna be like? Okay, cool. For murder? <laughs> oh yeah, I mean you got off though, but murder, still though. I, I got ten years for murder. I will take that. You got off, but that's still a long time to me. <laughs> yeah, I got off for sure for murder. She got. You off got off, but ain't no telling what can happen in there. <laughs> and man, ain't no telling. Be in PC all day. No, day, no, you only be in PC for so long. You ain't gonna be in PC for ten years. Why not? How can you? Cause it get overcrowded. You know what I'm saying? They got to change on inmates out. Everybody can't be in PC. She ain't the only one scared. <laughs> she ain't the only one scared. She ain't going to be in PC her whole time in prison. She's not. That's a fact. 
She probably just gonna join like one of them little like little white gangs and shit in there. Man, don't fuck, but don't fuck, but don't girls, don't girls them pretty be. Don't be a rough as the boy, but they still poke you up. Yeah, you just still get poked <laughs> up. <laughs> but what if so? What if it was the vice versa? You think you need the police to still get off? What you mean? Like, if it was a black police officer and the victim was white. I mean, police, it don't really, I feel like it don't even really matter when it comes to police. I mean, police color, because police, they don't get out because they police. Only time they'll they'll do some real time is when, let's say they rape a girl or touch a girl or we're having sex with people just so they can get off or something. Like, so they won't get locked up. They'll do some time for that. (laughs) Because one man... One man, but they would give him the bullet. He was the police, but he was like raping girl. Like he was like, Ooh. he was like raping them and not getting them arrested or something. Like he was doing something like, boy, they were giving him the book. He was in jail, boo. He was in the courtroom, boo. Who crying, boy? Boo, boo, boo. Who crying? Real. He knew it was over with. I'm talking about the first thing. Look, the judge kept talking. I'm talking about the first ten. It was like twenty years. He kept twenty five for this. 10 for this. You know how they be like, 5 for this, 10 for this, Damn. 15 for this, 25 for this, 30 for this. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, damn, nigga, you could have gotten in and gave me two of them. Like, damn. <laughs> really? Give me one? 30? 30 years and I'm 30 years old. 30 and I'm 40 years old, bro. I got 30 years, no parole. Look, no parole. You can't even go up for parole. 30 years and I'm 40. This shit over with. Your life took at 30. <laughs> it took. It took, bro. It took. Even if oh, you were 20, you got 30 years. Bro, you got to do 30 years in prison. 30 years. You going to get out at 50 years old. If you was born in there and did 30 years, that's still fucked up. You going to get out <laughs> <laughs> But you did a whole 30, boy. A whole 30 ball. <laughs> That's a long time, boy. <laughs> My uncle did game. twenty. I got an uncle who did a twenty. Damn, he got he came home. Yeah, he came home. He home now. Damn, how he, how, how he be acting now though? Is it like First he was acting out paranoid, like you could tell he been locked up. But he's great now. You know what I'm saying? He got okay. him a little job and everything. You know, some folk get back right. Some folk can't adjust. Twenty, god dang. Twenty, Bob. I pass out in court. I'm twenty six now. I'm twenty six, and I go to the, and I go to court. He be like twenty years. I'm passing out <laughs> in the courtroom. I'm still nighting. I'm just gonna put pass out in the courtroom. I'm just gonna hit the floor. They gonna have to. I don't even care if I hurt. If it hurt, I'm just gonna hit the floor. Boom. As <laughs> after you, I sentence you to twenty years and hit the gavel. Boom. This that this how you gonna hear. They're going to have to say, pick me up. Pick me up and take me to the bed. Get your ass out there, huh? <laughs> My mama going to be like, no! No! <laughs> yeah, nah, you a fool. <laughs> you, uh, what, what age was he when he went in for a 20? 20? Damn. He got out at 40. He probably like 42 now, 43. He been out a couple years. That's crazy, man. Yeah, man. But I'm glad he out, though. At least he got out. He got some partners that yeah, ain't never he... getting out. Ever gonna Truth. see the day. Ever gonna see light again. You know what I'm saying? So it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, at least he get out. Yeah, you do gotta look at it from that perspective, don't you? 
Some niggas ain't never ain't been out. Only go out. What go outside like once every once in a while or something like. Mm. <laughs> Ooh lord. Yes. Okay, that's one place I don't want to be. But so, a lot, but I, a lot of apartments. Uh-huh. Pretty, I got a couple little apartments locked up though. Who I try to send money to time and time. You know what I'm saying? Cause I know how it is, bro. Them niggas my age, and they been in there about four, five years. You know what I'm saying? That's a long time. That is a long time, bro. I done did a lot of four. You know how much, but where I was five years ago? Like, and where I'm at now? I'm on two different spaces. Yeah. And they just stuck. They stuck. literally just stuck unless they didn't went back to school. Someone get degrees. Someone learn about the law, though. For real, someone learn about the law. Yeah. Like, you know. You can learn a trade in there. For some dudes, don't get me wrong. Like, for some dudes, they really need prison, though. Like, could they just be monsters? <laughs> Like That's you can't cool. you can't go stab your baby mom or have another girl pregnant, go steal her car and take the police on the run. <laughs> Somebody did that? Nigga, what? All the time. It's monsters in the real world, Devin. Some real monsters out here. Some niggas who deserve to really be locked up. Cause they're just really monsters. <laughs> it is Damn. what it is. It's some real monster niggas out there. I don't care that part they can say freedom all day, but they know deep down inside they, they really did that. <laughs> It's not good. <laughs> Damn. I, I, would, you, would you be scared to go? Or is it just, you know, I, I, I'm slick both. Like, I don't want to go, but I would be, like, slick. I mean, like, you know prison a different scared. story. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but don't get me wrong. If I win, I just win. It is what it is. I'm going to fight. Nigga try me. I'm just going to be like, who I got to fight? Win or lose, I'm going to fight. Because you can't show them that you're scared. You can't you, not fight. And if you do lose, you know what I'm saying? Still fight. You know what I'm saying? Because they respect. See, prison and jail is about having respect. It's about respect. You know what I'm saying? If a nigga don't respect you, everybody in there going to try you. You know what I'm saying? One thing. It's a fight. Yeah, it happened. It is what it is. But if you, long as you, if you fight and stand up for yourself, don't let them folk take nothing for you. Don't let them folk gonna try to extort you because they know you got cousins and family send you money and they got nobody send no money. They're going to try to take your money. It's not going down. Soon as I go in there, somebody try you. Just got to fight. Somebody try to extort you or try to do the little honey bun trick. Don't not take your snacks. Stick to yourself. Be quiet. You know what I'm saying? You got some partners in there you do from the street. Speak, but don't get too close because you don't know who who they beefing with in there. And they, if you hanging with them, they're going to beef with you. So just stick to yourself. Be cool and don't get tried. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 it going to be like regular. After if after you got that certain respect in there and folks know what's going on too, everything really be straight. They be looking like they be just getting used to it. <laughs> <laughs> like they be in there laughing, <laughs> chilling, you feel me, joking yeah. around and stuff. <laughs> You just gotta get shit. Yeah, unless you just a game banger, like you really banging, or you always gambling. Cause gambling is an easy way to get uh, fight or dealing with drugs or something. That's the easy way. But other than that, if you just regular, you really straight. You know what I'm saying? Go to church. Stay like that, and they respect you too, bro. If you like in the God and spiritual wise, and they see that, they respect you because of stuff like that too, though. You know what I'm saying? So basically, just be yourself. Don't go in there being nobody you not. Don't go in there trying to be the toughest because somebody in there tougher than you. You know what I'm saying? Real. Yeah. <laughs> and he doing yeah. and he doing life, so he don't care. He'll stab you up and throw you off the top tier. Nah, for real. Because <laughs> he already in yeah. You know how they be having them tiers, like level one, level two, level yeah. three, level four? They be having little what's-the-faces on them sometimes. So but you, uh, but you know how it go up. They'll stab you up and throw you off the top floor, boy. They not playing enough. <laughs> But I said some of them, that's why they got that little gate over. Oh, yeah, 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 because they know what's going on. They know what's going on. 
off the top. Good gosh, Ramona. Imagine getting stabbed up, then getting thrown off the top. <laughs> you know you did. Because you know that shit hard as fuck, that concrete and them tables and shit. That's all you got to land on. <laughs> and look, you already stabbed. You can possibly die from getting stabbed. And stabbed. That shit. That nigga That's so crazy to me. This shit. Hey, so what about, what do you think about music nowadays being like soul food? Do you think that it's still soul food music? Food for the soul? I mean, it's quarter who you listen to. I mean, Kendrick Lamar. I mean, it's just, it's a quarter of a type of, what's your definition of soul and who you are? Because my soul food might be different from somebody else's soul food. Somebody sold somebody else. Somebody else sold food. Let's say your soul food can like could be J. J. Cole or like a real lyricist, like a Papoose or, or like some lyricist type of guys or Kendrick. That True. might be your soul music, but my soul music is Future or Money Man or Nav. You know what I'm saying? That just would Do get me think, going. That would feed my soul. I, my man, keep going. Keep going. I cut you off. I cut that you would off. just feed my soul. That, like certain music like that feed my soul. I ain't no real lyricist. Don't feed my soul. It just make me yawn. <laughs> that boring I ass feel music. It. I feel it, but so so. Okay, I get what you mean by boring, bro. I get what you mean by boring. But like, you don't think that all this fast food music? I mean, it's not gonna stick. But man. it's not. It's only fast food to the eye of the beholder. You know what I'm saying? Cause you might think NLE Chapo is fast food music, but to a young nigga coming up, he love NLE Chapo, and he loves and NLE Chapo relate to his life in some type of way. You know what I'm saying? So it's not it might mm. be fast food to you, cause it's just you grew up in a different type of music era. But it's but to them it's soulful. You know what I'm saying? Like future to so a lot of folks is like, yeah, that's future. They don't do that for me. But when he talked to me, it's like, man, it's like the holy grail. You know what I'm saying? And it's not fast food to me, so. I feel like it's so you, you can gain behold. inspiration from anyone. Basically, is what you're saying. Right, right. Just core to how, who, what type of music you like, what type of personality you have, and who you like. You know, Erica Badu might be soul food to some to my mama. Then almost Erica Badu ain't soul food to me. <laughs> like I don't care about yeah. that. I, I, I think Summer Walker soul food to me. But it's like when people be saying that, is it soul food because you don't really. Have you tried to listen to Erica? You see what I'm saying? Not Erica Badu used to scare me. Example, but like, I feel like sometimes a lot of people just write it off like us a lot of times because we have the young thugs and the, the futures that we grew up with. It grew up with the Kid Cuddies and shit that we grew up with. And you know, that, that really may be soulful and meaningful to us. And I, I'm, I'm in that same boat now because there have been some future songs and thug songs like I can really take apart from them. But I feel like a lot of times, do you think that we be saying that's old food to us and not this older stuff because we don't listen or give the older stuff a chance? Um, yes and no. Okay. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure if I did give, I mean, I have got some old school some chances and I did like it, you know. But I just, that's just, I mean, it just caught like I said, it's just caught who you is because I know some young people. Who love old school music? You know what I'm saying. I I don't really like old school music. I mean, maybe like I like '90s old school. '90s old school is pretty fine. Early 2000s. Yeah, I like '90s. Yeah, but you know I ain't saying like, like I listen to way more new school than old school for a fact. 
Yeah, I, I do too. I'm, I'm starting to get back into older school music, but it's just, it's just like a lot. And in, in, in a lot of the, so I'll ask the question like, do you listen to it? Because I know like a lot of the new artists, like see, I was saying like his son when he wanted to rap, he was like his favorite rapper was Soldier Boy. You know, Soulja Boy at the time, Soulja Boy was always gonna have a place in hip hop, and he was big. But Tip had sent him, well, Tip had sent him back to his room because he needed to listen to some more artists before he started rapping to know like what hip hop like. He's he's talking like Outkast, UGK, Goody Mob, like uh, like stuff like you know, not all just Jay Z and and, and uh, Tupac and Biggie, but more just like. Some of the lyrics, more lyrical or foundational people that you know, what I'm saying for hip hop, and a lot of artists nowadays don't even like know some of these artists that they don't even know about Ludacris or they don't know about a, a, a Goody Mob, they don't know about a um, UGK or Eight Ball, like they don't know none of these lyrics or David Banner or nothing. So I feel like a lot of times. Some by them not knowing that the music is getting more fast food, fast food, fast food because nobody really like is taking and building upon like it's something new and it's a new wave, but in the same time the new wave everybody just rich and happy as fuck. So while we may be dealing with something, you'll never hear uh, an artist or, or one of these mainstream artists we normally listen to uh, speak on. You see what I'm saying? Speak on speak on any of those topics or elaborate on any of those topics. Whereas back in the day, that shit was like, you know, there was an environment, so they just not fabricating or just always happy and rich and shit. So I be thinking if they need to, like, my artist is not listening to that music and just saying, you know, for me, Thug was my biggest inspiration or Future was my biggest idol. I feel like that's great, but at the same time, they don't know nothing. Before though, in future, like they might not even know about Lil Wayne. You know what I'm saying? No ceilings or some shit. You know, so I don't think that's really good. I really feel like we gotta go back to that soul food rap and learn about it at least before you start making music. I feel like it just give right. it, it give it a better meaning. But is it, does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense, bro. Yeah, cause I don't not cause shit. Thug and them got soul food songs to me, but it's just like at the same time. I gotta, if you're being objective about it, I'd be like, yeah, I really like, Bar to Six for me was really, really speak, speaks meaning, volumes to me, and I know that album front to back and listen to it a lot more than Equimini, but Equimini, if I'm being objective, is a much better album than Young Thug, and we're much better artists than Young Thug, even though Young Thug is probably like my favorite artist, and who I listen to the, the most. You see, does that make sense? Right, right. Yeah, just from an objective standpoint. So, I don't know. That was my little rant on that. Two cents on that. For sure. I feel you beat that. Yeah, though. But, uh, do you think some music can relate back to, like, the corporate lifestyle? Like, you know, I didn't notice, like, people who, like, got, like, how can I say this? Who got, like, that ambitious spirit or has a good job or actually doing something in their life they listen to a lot of music that they kind of like they talk about getting again and go do it even though it's talking about drugs or whatever it's just that like that go get it type of music you know i noticed that yeah trend, like a this, lot of people like that yeah like just the mentality of the music 
Yeah, cause it's not, it's not like that's like I really got the name for this from one of from rap music, bro. Like, I, it, it does relate to corporate world, but it's just not as specific. Like, you have to relate it to corporate America if that makes sense. They're not gonna say it's corporate. It's corporate, you know what I'm saying? Walk out the door, make sure your tie straight. You know what I'm saying? You, had, I know you're the only black nigga there. Keep your head up. So you know what I'm saying? They're not gonna, but you have to make it relatable to yourself. Like uh, when rappers be like, you know what I'm saying? Um, when they might say in a drug reference, like I'm up at the crack of dawn, like serving jays or something. You might have to just take the fact that he just up at the crack of dawn doing what he work or working at his his hustle. So you can just relate that to whatever your hustle is. Just wake up early and do like him. You know what I'm saying? When Kevin Gates was like, I don't get tired. Like, I used to say that slogan a lot when that was popular, because if you don't get tired, then I shouldn't get tired. You see what I'm saying? I feel you that bit, dog. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Oh, and before we close out, um, people wanted to know what corporate thugging means. Like, where do we get this title from? Hey, you want to go first or want me to go? I want you to go first. Uh, so, I can, I can go. So, basically, the name idea popped up from, I think Jay-Z was talking in a song, bro. And he was like, all my corporate thugs said, uh, keep spitting that whole, I think it's uh, Go Crazy, him featuring, Jeezy featuring him. But that's the first time I heard, like, corporate thugs when he said that. And then, so, we was trying to come up with a podcast name. And then, we just figured, since we talk about a little bit of everything, right? Because we're not all the way street. We're not some street dudes. But we have like urban or at least common sense, and then at the same time we are in the corporate realm. And like you was like speaking earlier, how artists a lot of times either if you ain't, they don't really be if you, they getting legal money now, but before then everything was they rapping about was what they was doing illegal. So since we feel like shit, if we can make the legal shit look cool on our pathway. Then also relate to y'all in an urban way of sense. You know, that's like a corporate thug. You know what I'm saying? It's the best of both worlds. You know? So, so I think that's where we came up with it from. What about you? What you, what's your, what it mean to you? I mean, yeah, that's one. And then I also thought we come out with corporate thugging because, you know, we are we young professionals, you know, trying to make a way, trying to have good jobs and do your basically corporate America or have have our own business type of deal but we still thugging like listen to how me and him talk you know what I'm saying like if you go look on my Instagram you know I still got tattoos I'm still having my way with these women you know what I'm saying like I'm still doing my thing but I still got <laughs> degrees and things going for me as well so I got best of both world like I'm out here but I'm still doing my thing too you know what I'm saying like that yeah yeah that's what that's where we came up with corporate thugging from, and then all the Atlanta shit in the background, like the the letters is the is the is the font from ATL. You got the two the Braves and the George Bulldogs. You got the skyline of the city. So we just wanted to put on, let these folks know where we from too, and this blended yeah, everything. Yeah, for sure. That. And the logo is Georgia. <laughs> for sure. Shout out to Atlanta and the whole Georgia. Well, not some of them parts like Forsyth County. Fuck y'all. Why you don't like Forsyth County? You know, that where the clan and them niggas at. Where Forsyth County? What is it? What city is that? On the way, you passed that shit going to uh, Georgia something. Oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, ain't, I don't know what city that is. 
shit. But um, goddamn. Shit, I can go into the Black History fact though. Of course. All right, so this this is gonna be a little long. This is gonna be a little longer. I'm gonna read the passage, and a lot of black people, uh, you probably ain't gonna like this, or so that's why I'm gonna read it. So um, it says it's a little long now. The Portuguese offer was to buy all of the captured rebels and other troublemakers in the replenishing of a drained treasury by the sale of these war prisoners. The first would. The first would tend to end evil strife and restore domestic peace, and the second was a new source of great wealth. To be relieved of the cost and trouble of maintaining prisoners of war camps was still another incentive for selling them. For such reasons, the unforgivable sale of blacks into slavery by blacks began. The fact that African chiefs and kings had a quite different conception of slavery than that of Caucasians does not excuse them. For in the course of time, they had to know that in the West, the captured blacks had became slaves, in fact, and not, as in Africa, per- persons who became members of the community, were integrated into families, became members of, of any of the crafts, had rights to foreign land, held offices, and, in fact, had all the rights and privileges enjoyed by their original captors. So I'm saying that while at the first African slave sellers may not have known the fate to which they were co-signing their brothers, in time they did learn. And for this reason, these blacks will stand condemned forever before the bar of history, King Ma Mbul, along with the others. So what do you think about that? Yeah, I like that. That was interesting. How we how we sold each other and shit. It's just like we didn't know, but right. like at this time and people been stopped selling other people they prisoners of war, bro. But mm-hmm. we continue to do that. But at the same time, like I said in the last one, we was we was pinned inland. So we not knowing what the trade is like. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. We don't know it's out there on the seas to reach everything, every place on the world. Because you pinned right. in, so you just keep selling these folks to these people who don't took your land and shit like that. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. Kill all your people. So that's what well, I got a... Uh... A scripture I want to read before we close out. It's from Matthew chapter 17, verse 28. It says, our faith can move mountains. So, you know, keep your faith. Keep your head up. Keep it going, baby. Keep it going, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, this is the end of our podcast today. Please go follow our Instagram at Corporate Thug and ACL. It's your boy Isaac. It's your boy Devil. And we are.